L-A-S. The LAS Podcast Network is the premier independent community development platform working with local creators to produce podcasts and content by the community for the community. To learn more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. Oh, hey there, bud. I'm Craig Johnson, the host of Creating Crap with Craig, the new bi-weekly podcast here on the LAS Podcast Network. Every episode, I'll be talking with a new creative person from painters to musicians, designers to writers, in an interview-style format with hard-hitting, burning questions such as, how are you? Do you have any pets? And also, why? So join me as I bully all of my friends and family into coming on my show so I finally have someone to talk to. Creating Crap with Craig will release every other Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. And if you want to help support our endeavors, subscribe to LAS+. For more information, go to laspodcastnetwork.com. Creating Crap with Craig, where we love both alliteration and creation. L-A-S. Welcome to Other. Welcome back. <laughs> We're back. We're back. I'm Caleb Scales. I'm Sarah Van Cleve. Yes, and this is Othered. Here we are. Our podcast Our about all things other, other diversity, diversity yes. differences. Mm-hmm. Not checking all those boxes. Not checking all the boxes. Right. Checking your own unique Being box. Different. Different. <laughs> Differente. Yes. Yeah. And we're back together. It's been a while. It's been a hot minute and since last I saw you. Yeah. A lot has happened for us. This is true. We launched our podcast. Oh my God. It's finally out and you're finally listening to it. Oh my God. <laughs> and it's been a really interesting experience for us. Yeah. I it's think. kind of eye opening. I feel like we're local celebs. LOL. LOL. <laughs> Everywhere I go, people are like, Sarah, heard your podcast. <laughs> Sarah, I had public sex. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, oh look my at you God. all. I love that for you. So it's been exciting. I have really enjoyed hearing all of your feedback, mm-hmm. listeners. So thank you guys for the support. Yes, we appreciate you all. We love you so much. Oh my God, I would kiss you in the mouth. Ooh, <laughs> I would too. Sorry, maybe that was a little. That over was the top. a little much, but I like it. <laughs> go hard, go big, or go home, right? I agree. <laughs> and I want to shout out all my little Dunkin' Donuts homies because I love my Dunkin' Donuts peeps. And one morning, I was like, "You guys should listen to my podcast." And then the whole store was listening to my Stop. podcast. Stop! Is that for real? Yes, it's oh for my real. God. And I go there every morning and get my coffee. With 10 creams and three sugars, which Jeez. sounds like a really strange order, but That's a lot of I like my coffee to match my skin tone. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what I do. <laughs> and they understand that and they rarely mess up my coffee and they give Dunner, Gunner donuts. And this is so precious. Which Dunkin' do you go to? So one on Blair's Ferry Road. Oh, of course. So shout out to my little morning crew because you guys are the best. I shout out you. to you guys. That's incredible. Shout out. And I get a lot of free coffee. Like mm-hmm. a lot of free coffee these days. That's awesome. I know. So I appreciate you guys. Oh, that's like really precious. I know. I'm like, I really love that. I really do too. <laughs> Maybe you should go. I bet they. Do you know? I think I I'm going to make it a point know to go. Who you were, oh, but you have to go in the morning. Oh, I'm yeah. not a morning person. I know. I'm there at five. Yeah, I'm not going to get there at that time ever. Well, maybe a little later. How does, like, noon sound? I'll ask if they'll be there. (laughs) If Caleb comes today, will you guys still be working? (laughs) Or no. He wants to meet you guys. He does. He wants free coffee, too. I haven't had Dunkin' in such a long time. I used to go to Dunkin'. When I lived in Chicago, uh, I used to go to Dunkin' all the time. And I actually kind of started seeing one of the baristas. Of course he did. Listen, it was such such a long time ago. Um but I was like freshly out of the closet and like had just graduated from Moody and like here I am like going into just Dunkin' Donuts and he would give me free coffee all the time and like oh. I thought he was just nice, you know, but then he's like, hey, do you want to like go out? And I was like, okay. 
Where'd you sure. guys go? Is, I don't know. I don't remember. It was like forever ago, but That's I think we cute. went on a walk in a park or something. Cute. Yeah. I love that. So that was like, that's my dunk, Duncan experience. Huh. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, it was cute. So Duncan is near and dear to both of our hearts. This is true. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's Ernie. exciting. I haven't talked to Ernie in a long time. Ernie. Ernie. From yeah. Dunkin' Donuts. Yep. <laughs> huh. Ernie is one of those names that you just really wonder what that person looks like. Now I've, I want a visual. Mm. Whatever you're thinking is probably correct. Oh, oh my. <laughs> he was not like the cutest guy, but he was good at the <laughs> sack. <laughs> His donuts were big. <laughs> oh, Fresh donuts every day. Full of jelly. Oh, no. <laughs> See, there's that I'm laugh dead. that we love. <laughs> I cannot even with you right now. That is too much. Uh, wow. <laughs> wow. Well, that, like it's hot in this room right now. That is special. It is. So, what else has been going on besides thinking about Ernie? Oh well. <laughs> um. God, I've just been working a lot. Opening a restaurant is not an easy task. No. No, and it's just fraught with all sorts of obstacles and issues and and it's making me question like am I actually made for this like am Mm -hmm. I good at this I don't know and will I ever be good at it you know I feel like I'm at this point where I feel like I'm constantly like two or three steps behind Mm -hmm. like it's hard to catch up like I haven't caught up Mm. and you know I feel like I and like I've had management experience before and you know there's just always fires to put out but right now it just seems like I'm not juggling all the things the best way. Hmm. I mean, things, I think what has been good is that I've been getting a lot of good feedback from people, mm-hmm. um, like customers, that like the chaos that I'm experiencing isn't coming through for them. That's so good. That's, uh, yeah, that's good. Everyone that I've spoken to about Hipster loves it. Well, that's great. Yeah. I love that. So that just is a testament to your management abilities. Mm. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, how about you? Yeah, I don't know. I've been good. It's been boring. Yeah. Work is busy. I did find out today um, that I passed my level one sound certification. Oh yeah, you did. I love I this for you. So I'm really excited. Because so you're like a certified level one sound I'm a certified healer. level one sound healer. That's so incredible. Mm-hmm. We should. So let's, let's fucking heal, guys. Yeah, let's heal this world with the let's power of sound. Yeah. So that was exciting. Yeah, good. Well, and I'm proud of you. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So if anyone wants to be healed sonically, come. Mm-hmm. Come to me. I love sound healings. I do too. Sound baths. I do not. too. Those are, yeah. And I didn't realize that we have one of the best sound healers in, I'm going to say, the world. Yeah, I think she's like I think she is too. No. Yeah. Natalie Brown lives here in Iowa, so mm-hmm. that's crazy, and we're really lucky to have people like that in our community. For sure. Yeah, and she was my instructor, and I learned a lot, mm-hmm. and now I'm ready to heal the world. I love that. Let's get you some sound bowls. Okay. Okay. I have some. I need a gong. Ah, uh, then let's get you a gong then. Okay. Uh, okay. If <laughs> anyone wants to donate to the gong fund, <laughs> you can do that by... <laughs> Joining LAS Podcast Plus. Dot com forward slash plus. P-L-U-S. Thank you. Alex told me that people would like my organic (laughs) sounding uh, intro. They didn't. Yes, thanks for that. Yeah. Let's try it again. (laughs) Thank you. If you want to support my sound healing journey, and also LAS's journey as a company, then you can join LAS Plus for only $10 a month, you can get access to all of our great content, merch, access to tickets for LAS Live before they go on sale, <laughs> and know that you're supporting local. Right. All these local creators are all getting support by your subscription. So they that's are. awesome. Yeah. Plus, you get stuff out of it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Keep. So, do that. Do it. Do it. Support. Nike. And I'm learning the power of a script every day. Yeah. <laughs> Every day. Yay. Scripts are nice. They are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
New Year's is right around the corner. It is. We've got Christmas this week and then New Year's. Holidays are so much. Holidays are a lot. It also just feels like New Year's is like, so after a week at Christmas, then like New Year's happens. It's just like, it feels like wham, bam, you know, Mm -hmm. especially like in the restaurant industry. It's like, oh my gosh, it's never going to stop. Yeah. But then like January and February are like dead. I know. I mean, there's Valentine's Day, but. I feel like this year went really fast too. I can't believe. It's been the weirdest two years of my life. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people feel that way. I know. Yeah. And I am one of those people who every year I get really nostalgic and I'm like, let's pull out the old journals and the old pictures. That's cute. It's really extra. And I look through everything and see where I've grown and where I haven't grown. And I'm a complete New Year's resolution type of gal. Mm -hmm. What about you? I am not. You're not? No, I am not a New Year's resolution girl. I... (laughs) (laughs) I uh, can't say that I've been successful at creating or keeping up with New Year's resolutions. Like, I've tried in the past, and Hmm. it just always fails. Huh. Except this year, I did resolve to do yoga. Yeah. And now I'm a certified teacher. (gasps) Holla! Holla! So that was, like, the one resolution that I, like, have stuck with. But I had a lot of support, like, for Christmas last year, my best friend's family Christmas, they all got me, like, yoga things, like Mm. a mat and a mat case and a block and things like that. So that was, like, I had a community who was, like, behind me. Right. That's awesome. Yeah, and so that helped a lot. I'm not sure if I always keep my resolutions, but I do make a point to always make them. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I think that collective reset is something I value. And I also do it on my birthday. So every year on my birthday, mm-hmm. I start thinking about what I want to change. And then I feel like I kind of bring it into focus in January. Yeah. Shift my energy and try and get shit done. Mm-hmm. And yoga was also on my list of New Year's resolutions last year. Yeah. And now look at you. You're and a certified sound healer too now. I am. That wasn't on my list. This is a whole journey for you. It's a journey. Yeah. Yeah. Opening up new avenues for you. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing that wasn't on my resolution list was to start a podcast. But look at us. Here we are. Look at us. Here we are. Mm-hmm. Doing a thing. Doing it. Yeah. So that's exciting. So I agree with you. I feel like there are times where it's nice to have a reset. Mm-hmm. To like specifically intentionally and intentionally reassess. Mm-hmm. I think for me that just happens sporadically. Right. In general, but like New Year's being like a reset for a year, like mm-hmm. is nice, and I, I can appreciate that that be, there's a good time to reassess, reevaluate, and mm-hmm. then potentially try to make moves to be better. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So, where are you, what are your resolutions like? Are they more, um, like I'm gonna work out more, or I'm gonna eat better? Like those are like the typical ones. Like, are you, like. What's a typical resolution for Sarah Van Cleve? Well, let me share with you, Caleb, my resolutions from last year. Oh, please do. So one of them was to invest in myself healthily. So I feel like instead of just being like, I'm going to eat better, Mm -hmm. I wanted to be better or invest in myself healthily, I guess. To me, that includes eating better. It includes exercising. Yeah. and I included the word healthily in there because I think there's a lot of times I've tried to be like, I'm going to focus on me. And then... My interpretation of that is buying, like, ten pairs of new shoes <coughs> or taking myself right. on, like, five solo vacations mm-hmm. or being like, I want that. I'm going to buy it. So investing in myself makes me think that I'm going to get a return on it one day. Well, yeah. So I guess that's kind of what I did with yoga and sound. Um, yeah. I mean, I would I would agree with that. Yeah. Yoga was on my list. Mm-hmm. Um Save money, financial freedom. Mm-hmm. Is what, that's always on my list because oh I always feel like I'm poor as hell. Yeah. Um, nurture my relationships. Read, write, and listen to music. Reduce my dependency on substances. Mm. And practice vulnerability. Well, look at you. I know. And I <laughs> I don't think I really decreased my uh, reliability on substances any. <laughs> Your reliance I feel like on I'm st- still pretty substance heavy. So yeah. we're... Although I was um, sober for November. 
mm-hmm. which was a long time for me. Yeah. I, I felt different. Also was sober for a month this year, and mm-hmm. that was very eye-opening. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think I'm going to try to do that again in January. Dry January? Yeah, dry January. Good for you. Uh, well, yeah, because I've, I feel like I have a lot of similar things on my list. Mm-hmm. For, well, for this year. Yeah. Because they're just things I want to be better, right? That's what like resolutions are about. Right. Is checking in, how can I grow? How can I be better? What's wrong in my life? How can I like fix these things? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the act of telling someone or writing them down, mm-hmm. too, just creates that extra sense of accountability. Sure. Because then you can be like, Caleb, I told you I was going to not drink as much. Am I, mm-hmm. How am I doing? Right. Or I said I was going to get my yoga certification. Am I doing it mm-hmm. or not? Right. Am I teaching? Am I teaching? Right. Are you teaching? Are you growing in your yoga teaching experience? Yeah. Yeah. Totes. So um, that's how I structure my resolutions. What are you going to do this year? So, I mean, I have like... Like you, kind of like, I want to invest in myself. Like, it's kind of like overarching, like, amorphous, whatever, resolution. But then trying to, like, come up with specifics for it. Like, definitely not drinking as much, I think, is a big thing. And I think that's just, you know, comes with working in the industry and then just having it so accessible. Like, there's just, that's what we do, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I think another one is to foster a better relationship with myself. And I think we've talked about this before in this space about how I'm just not very good at being alone. Mm. Um, and maybe we maybe we haven't talked about that yet here, but we've had personal conversations about this mm-hmm. where, you know, I own, I own a house now and I live there by myself, which is great, but I have a hard time being alone. Mm-hmm. So I'm t- I think one of my resolutions is to like foster a better relationship with myself. And I have things like, you making sure that when I'm relaxing, that I'm intentionally relaxing, mm-hmm. that I'm not just like sitting there twiddling my thumbs or watching TV because that's the only thing that there is to do. Mm-hmm. Like reading a book would be good, you know, or like taking a nap and not just not feeling bad about it, you know, because I think like downtime makes me anxious. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm not doing enough. Um, I also, one of my favorite things is to go to the movies. It's like one of my favorite all time things to do Hmm. and i haven't been to see a movie in literally forever interesting um and i think i'm just gonna start going yeah like by myself just take myself out on a date go and get a huge ass thing of popcorn eat it all before the movie starts Mm -hmm. and then hate myself later but enjoy the movie yeah um i want to get back into like taking yoga classes i have not been doing that recently just because this job is so much Mm -hmm. um and I think that comes with, like, the intentionality, you know, the intention to focus on my mental health, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want to – I'm resolving to finding a therapist. Yay. Yes. I think it's just – it's time. It's fucking time. Yeah, it's fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, it's just been too long without one. Yeah. I need to like work on like actually just getting that done and committing to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think also another one I have written down is to not be on my phone as much. Oh. I do just like end up scrolling yeah. on Facebook for a lot or hours, Twitter for hours. Nothing. And I think, and I've read this, like there's just like there's serotonin boost that happened with that. And I think there's other ways that I can take care of my mental health that's not that. Correct. Um, cause I think it also has the opposite effect too. Like how much I'm on social media is like directly affected in, in right. my mental health mm-hmm. or how depressed or anxious I am. I agree. So I don't know. Those are mine. I like it. Yeah. I haven't started to put a lot of thought. I mean, I've just begun like the cycle. This is when I get really intentional and like sit down to mm-hmm. write everything out and kind of reflect and be like, okay, here's where you ended up last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things I think I really want to work on is continuing to practice being vulnerable because I'm not vulnerable at all. And I wouldn't say that entirely. Oh, I'm not. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Sure. Maybe. But I think I've told you too, in private conversations, I feel like I have a pseudo vulnerability Mm, mm -hmm. when I get on here on our little platform, Mm -hmm. which is our podcast. It's easier for me to tell 
whoever's listening that I had public sex than it is to share with someone about maybe how I'm feeling in that moment. Yeah. Which is weird. Mm -hmm. And I think hearing myself say certain things and then hearing myself stop when I have the chance to be more vulnerable Mm -hmm. is eye opening. So I'm going to continue to work on being vulnerable in real ways Yeah, that build connection. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think, well, vulnerability is such a hard thing in general. Like I love the work of Brene Brown. She's great. And her books are, have made me cry, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and have changed my life, I think in some big ways, but there is a lot of like faux vulnerability. And I was having a conversation with somebody earlier this week or last week. I can't remember. Anyway, it's, um, they were describing things that had happened in their life, but it was just all very like matter of fact, Mm -hmm. you know, it wasn't, and they ended up being like, so what, tell me something about you and your life, you know? And I was like, no, this isn't like a transaction for us to like share like how shitty things have been in our lives you know like that's like almost forced vulnerability or like transactional vulnerability but that's not vulnerability that's Mm -hmm. not how that works i think a lot of us just kind of prepare an elevator speech yeah you know Mm -hmm. and then that's our go-to every time we have to practice vulnerability sure we just say the shit we've rehearsed Mm -hmm. and that feels great but it doesn't but it, yeah, it's it's faux vulnerability mm-hmm. because if it's not like a, coming from that place, it can't like it can't just be that easy to like to share. Vulnerability these isn't rehearsed. Exactly, it's practiced, mm-hmm. but not rehearsed. It is a discipline, I mm-hmm. think. Um, but also there's, there's boundaries, and actually, I actually have that written down on my list of resolutions is to start establishing boundaries. Um. Because I think in my life, like, I feel very unbalanced, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think, like, I could start establishing healthy boundaries with, you know, my job Mm -hmm. or um, with certain people, like, saying no to going out or whatever, you know? I think that's just such a key component to vulnerability Mm -hmm. and knowing who can get that from you, who deserves it, who's, like, earned your trust, Mm -hmm. and who doesn't. But I'm such a people pleaser, though, too, you know? Can you guys hear my snaps? Snapping for Caleb. I like that. I need to practice boundaries, too. Well, I think it it fosters vulnerability with the right people. I agree. It gives you the opportunity to, like, you know, who do I trust with this kind of information? Boundaries are like filters, and they filter out the people that you can't, yes, be vulnerable Mm -hmm. with. Yeah. I don't like boundaries. Maybe that's a conversation for another day, but they make me Mm -hmm. feel weird. Right. Well, what do you mean? Let's unpack that. Okay. Well, I don't like when I have to hold boundaries with other people, and I don't like when other people try and make boundaries for me. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because I have such a big space available to hold things for people, mm-hmm. and I think it's bigger than most people's vessel. Mm-hmm. So I think, to me, when I if I was to tell you something and you hit your like emotional wall for the day, my wall extends way past what the emotional person, you know, what mm-hmm. it would. So I'm like, well, I don't understand why Caleb had a boundary. Right. Cause I don't have, my boundary isn't where his is. Right. My boundaries in a whole different place. So it makes me feel some type of way. Mm-hmm. It hurts. Yeah. It you does. feel rejected. Yes. I feel rejected. Yeah. And it makes me feel unsafe rather than realizing this person's doing this to protect their own safety. Right. That's as far as I've gotten in my own thinking about it. Yes. Processing of that experience. Mm-hmm. How often do you feel like that happens to you? Mm, because I, honestly, I feel the same way as you. I feel like I am the receptacle of a lot of people's shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I'm often that person mm-hmm. and I'll always have assumed that role. Sure. But I think probably within the past year I've, when I've been working with therapists to try and set boundaries, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't understand why I need a boundary or I don't understand why they're trying to put a boundary up for me. Like, why are they doing this? But now I'm like, it's not really about you. It's not at all about you. Right. I wonder like how much of this has to do with like the trauma that we've experienced in our lives, yeah. you know, like the way that our mind works in terms of like trying to hold space for everybody, but then like being hurt when other people don't hold space for us too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's big. It's work. It's a discipline. I know. So we'll, we should talk about boundaries more. 
I think so too. At a later date. Yeah. That's a biggie. But like vulnerability for sure is something mm-hmm. that we can work on more. I think as a culture, as a society, like understanding it, engaging in it more in a way that is healthy. I agree. My other big one in listening to me, and not only here, but sometimes getting feedback from friends and family about what I have to say is that I have the worst mouth on the fucking planet. I swear <laughs> all the time. And I will be like. <laughs> I love you swore in that. I know. And the fucking planet. I, I can't stop. I'm like, oh my God. Every time I hear oh me God. or listen to someone say something I said, I'm like, I didn't say that. And mm. they're like, yeah, you did. You sure did. Or I'll just open up my mouth and it's like every four letter word that you could have ever mm. heard. And I'm like, I know that you have a larger grammatical grasp yes what are you doing like you Mm, know other words yeah and there are also certain words i love to say like is one of them love to say like i feel like that's another thing i love Mm -hmm. to say i feel like Mm -hmm. i'm always i am i engaging in i feel conversations whenever i speak with someone right maybe Mm -hmm. i don't know so it's not as direct of a sentence so if you start it with i feel like yes you know and so you're softening whatever blow you think i'm about to give yes even though it might not be that you're just afraid of being direct right or i'm trying to use a filler i don't know Uh, what the point uh is and i think because i don't know what the point is it's gotta go Okay. So I have got to put more intention into my words. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I same. I. It's so funny having listened to some of these episodes that we've put out and being like, "Oh, Caleb, that was eek, babe, <laughs> eek, <laughs> ooh, darling, ah, what no. are you doing?" I know. But also, I mean, if you haven't figured this out by now, our show is not g-rated it's not it's definitely probably r actually i feel like sometimes i'm a little x oh i've like nc17 we've got to bring it down to more of like a pg-13 where they you can say fuck twice oh we're gonna give ourselves a limit per episode i need to give myself a limit okay so does that give one fuck for you and one fuck for me no, because I need two. Oh, you need two. Bucks. I need all two. Okay. <laughs> so we'll go to four. Okay, perfect. Per episode. That's still going to put us into That's MC17. A lot. I know, but, you know, we got to take baby steps because <laughs> I can't change my whole vocab overnight, Caleb. Triumph. Inspiration. Tragedy. You could pick one word to describe your life as it stands right now. What is it? I'm Alex Schulte, the host of One Word Stories, a free-to-listen interview podcast where the guest and I take one word and let it inspire the stories we tell. Every episode, I'll be interviewing local people from every corner of our beautiful community about where they are now, and then we'll take a trip to the past and find out how we got here. After every episode, there will be a post-show where the guests and I play games and unwind at the end of a recording. The One Word Stories post-show is exclusive to LAS Plus subscribers. To subscribe and get access to ad-free episodes, bonus content to all LAS podcasts, discounts at live shows, access to exclusive merch, and much more, go to laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus. Do you know someone that has a story that needs to be told? Please contact me. Fill out the contact form on the One Word Stories show page at laspodcastnetwork.com slash onewordstories. This show is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. You can find new episodes of One Word Stories for free every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to your podcasts. One Word Stories. What's your word? L-A-S. Hi, old friends, Naomi here. Did you wake up this morning thinking, I need more Naomi ridiculousness in my life? Well, surprise! (laughs) I'm starting a podcast, and it's called The Ruckus with me, Naomi Ruckus Rose. This podcast is for anyone like me who is constantly trying to grow for the betterment of themselves and for the world and for those of us that can be a little blunt in the comment section on Facebook and Instagram. This podcast is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. 
But wait, there's more. This podcast is free to listen to. But if you want to support local creators and get bonus content, subscribe to LAS Plus. For more information on that, go to LASpodcastnetwork.com. So join the ruckus with me, Naomi, every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. I love you all, some more than others. L-A-S. Okay, so this is also something that I think like happens with New Year's resolutions, though, too, is like a lot of them like going to work out or like stopping smoking or quitting drinking. Like so many of these things are hard to just do all at once mm-hmm. and like right away. And I I've, have some tips. Oh my god. Some tips on how we can keep our resolutions. I love this. Would for you us. like me to share those Please with you? Do. Okay. Number one, Caleb, is to find your purpose but avoid a focusing on a specific outcome. Mm. So it's like if you want to lose weight, you know, right. I'm gonna lose weight. So instead of like I want to lose seventy five pounds, you're like, I'm going I'm gonna be healthier. Right. So, yeah, it makes it easier to (coughs) keep a goal when you're not tied to one specific expectation, which kind of goes in hand in hand with boundaries, vulnerability, expectations. Mm -hmm. Those are words I hate, but we all need to learn to work with them. them. Yes, embrace them in our lives. My second tip is to break your goal into components and set realistic and achievable process goals. So am I going to become Mrs. Vulnerability tomorrow? Am I going to be able to stop saying fuck and shit and all the other things that I say? Mm -hmm. Probably not. Right. Not tomorrow. Not tomorrow. But I think, you know, things like that don't, can't happen on a schedule. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think you have to give yourself some grace with that because these opportunities for vulnerability, um, happen organically like Mm -hmm. in situations that you can't control right or like force Mm -hmm. you know what i mean you can't schedule vulnerability time no unless you're going to therapy but that's that's true that's that's different different. yeah Mm -hmm. for sure um but yeah okay what's the last one next one okay my next one is to make a public commitment So we've kind of talked about that too. Just Mm -hmm. when you actually tell someone that you're going to do something, Mm -hmm. it creates more accountability for you to get it done. Well, right. Like, so when I was going to do yoga, like I, people were there to support me and give Mm -hmm. me gifts and Mm -hmm. make sure that I had the tools and the resources to do it. Right. And hopefully now that I'm telling, I've told several other people besides you that I plan to do a rehab of my vocab. So I'm hoping that you guys... A rehab of your vocab. You're cute. <laughs> yeah, vocab rehab. <laughs> I'm hoping that other people send me some new words to use instead of other words. Like the bad ones. Like the bad ones. Euphemisms are always fun. Yeah. I think you should, fi- I think you should find like funny ones. Mm-hmm. I'd love it's to. It's like stupid ones. Yeah. You know, like, oh, fart nugget, you know? Yeah. I hate the word fart. I don't really like the word nugget. <laughs> I'm gonna find some. If anyone has sticks. any, yeah. If anyone has some cool <laughs> words I can say instead of the f word, Fuck. send it my way. I wanted to say it, but I was trying to <laughs> practice not to. So we, yeah, it's not January first yet. So no, I still got time. <laughs> get all your fucks out. Yeah, I'll get all the fucks out. I won't have any more fucks to give by the time January first. Oh lord, this is an episode. I know. <laughs> and my last tip in. Keeping your resolutions for the year is to engage with like-minded people, mm. which I think is just a good reminder in life anyway. Well, I feel like that, you know, that public commitment and the, having a community behind you, mm-hmm. you know, that works with you, I think is part and parcel of the same thing. Well, and especially I'm thinking about you and dry January. Mm, if mm-hmm. you're partaking in dry January and you're like, okay, guys, I'm sober. You don't want all of your friends being like, Caleb, let's take a shot. Or it's just right. one. Yeah. You know, you want people that are going to support your sobriety Mm -hmm. and be like-minded and want to do sober things. Yeah. And, but it's also, I mean like January sucks. I know. Like it's cold. I don't want to do anything. It's like hard to find anything to do except to go to a bar. I know. In Iowa or in Cedar Rapids. Cause sometimes it doesn't really feel like there's much to do, Mm -hmm. you know? See, for me, I'm just stuck in the house with my kids all winter. Right. But at least you have somebody to interact with. Yeah. Super. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'm giving Caleb a look of disgust because it's like <laughs> being trapped in your home with like two loud, needy prisoners. And we're all prisoners together. Mm, and right. I don't even know if I'm the prisoner or if I'm the guard anymore. Who's keeping who here? <laughs> right. I don't know. You're you're your own prisoner? I am definitely my own prisoner. Prisoner of your home. own self? Your own prisoner mind. of my own fate. Oh, wow. I know. <laughs> but not... <laughs> But not a prisoner because I love my kids. But it's hard to be inside. It's hard to be inside in the winter. Yeah. Especially when I think both of us are pretty active. We like to be out mm. and in nature mm-hmm. and walking around. Mm-hmm. And and I'm such a social person. Mm-hmm. I think that's really what it comes down to for me for like the not drinking is like needing to be social. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also why I included the fostering a better relationship with myself mm-hmm. is because I think it, it's a double-edged sword. It's like, I'm a social person. Like I'm a social butterfly. Like I love talking to people, love engaging with them. I love my friends and I've got lots of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I, I feel like sometimes I do that because I'm subconsciously not wanting to be alone. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm subconsciously running away from being at my house with my cat, mm-hmm. watching TV or reading a book or being, having to like think thoughts, mm-hmm. you know? Be by be my be by myself with my thoughts. That's where we super differ because I love being alone. Yeah, I, I would pay for people to leave me the fuck alone and get away. Mm-hmm. There is nowhere more I love to be than in my house with my pets by myself with my thoughts. I love it. Yeah, see, I just don't get that. I know, and I don't get wanting to be around people. <laughs> like when it's winter, I'm like, thank God, because now these people know I'm not coming out of the house because it's dark and cold and a long drive and snowy. Yeah. So it's why do we live here? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I actually, I love Cedar Rapids. I do. Ugh. It's just the winters are so rough. Not that the summers are like a cakewalk, you know, because how muggy it is. But like, I just the winter is so. Fucking hard. I know. It sucks. Yeah. I'm not into it. I actually hate it here, and winter makes it worse. Yeah. Because I'm supposed to be in Africa, like my ancestors. (laughs) (laughs) No, I know that I'm not, but I feel like I am. Yeah. I'm not meant for the cold. Yeah. I mean, I'm, like, not Norwegian in any way or Scandinavian. So, like, why am I here in this cold? Well, Norway's probably colder. I'm freaking Cuban. All right. I need to be like in the Caribbean See? with my hot boyfriend drinking some rum, daiquiris. See, there you go. That's where I should be. I agree. Uh-huh. We should just go back to our native <laughs> our native places. Yeah, because the United States is the best place to be. It so is. <laughs> question mark? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? Um, something you also noticed, or I noticed you said was about money. Mm-hmm. That's also on my list. Oh, money's always on my list. It's hard. It is hard. And I have like adulting right after that. I think it's just like, I have this goal to like, get out of debt mm-hmm. and I'm not that far into debt, but I'll like get out of it and then I'll get right back into it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. This is the first year. 2021 is the first year that I've had a savings account that actually has come in handy yeah. and I've been able to utilize mm-hmm. in times of need. Right. And I was like, wow, that's a fucking game changer. Yeah. Wow. I'm an adult. Wow. I'm doing it. Look at me, mom. I'm doing it. Mom, I did it. So that was cool. And that's kind of why I like to refer to money as financial freedom. Sure. I heard that in a, what's his name, Dave Ramsey. Oh, yeah. I uh, follow his little seven-step, like, yeah. debt snowball well, situation. Well, that's for rich people. It is. poor people can't afford to not have credit, I learned. But I mm-hmm. did take the financial freedom part oh, yeah. and put it in my back pocket, and I've been trying to live by that mm-hmm. for the past probably 10 years since I took his course. But yeah. I... You, you, took, know, you took the Financial Peace University course. I did. Yeah, so did I. My parents signed me up for it. Yeah, I was, I was like, like, I'm going to oh. get rich. Yeah. This is the last year I struggle. <laughs> right. And then literally <laughs> 10 years later, I'm like, I'm still following oh, the path. Oh, no. But I think financial freedom is defined differently for everyone. I think <clears> it looks <throat> different at different points in your life. Yeah. Um, you know, the fact that you're actually able to get in and out of debt 
and have it, you know, mm-hmm. be like you're choosing to go in debt and then you're able to get out. That's a form of financial freedom. Right. So money's hard. I think we'll always be able to work on that relationship. Yeah. I think working on your relationship with money, mm-hmm. like what is my relationship to money? Like mm-hmm. how do I treat it? Why do I do the things that I do? Why do I spend the way that I do? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a spend a Hello. Sorry. <laughs> I smacked <laughs> a microphone. Caleb. I know. Sorry. Expensive things. Ugh, see? Also, it did, probably didn't sound very good. No, it probably didn't. Sorry, Alex. My bad, bro. It's fine. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not our first fuck up this episode, Caleb. Isn't well, it's it? yours. Oh, okay. But not And mine. I'm leaving it in. Oh, okay. Fine. It's part of it now. You know what? You are just going to listen to all of our fuck-ups. Hashtag character building. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I'm over it. I don't know if I have any more resolutions so far. Vulnerability. Mm-hmm. What else did I say? Do you have any resolutions for your yoga journey? I don't know. I don't know. I started teaching yoga this year, and I love mm-hmm. it after yeah. we got our certifications. Monday nights at 530 at the Breathing Room. Yes. Go see Sarah for gentle yoga. Oh, come It's incredible. It is incredible. She's a great teacher. Thank you. You're welcome. And we'll also do gong baths. Ooh. Yeah. I love it. Um, I don't have a goal. I'd like to keep teaching. Um, I'd like to keep using sound. I don't know in what capacity, and mm-hmm. that's something I probably need to sit and think through yeah. and kind of workshop a little bit because mm-hmm. I don't know yet. I wasn't anticipating – I think so, maybe I wasn't anticipating on hitting that goal last year mm-hmm. because we also didn't start yoga until almost the end of 2020, right? Almost the end of 2020 we started yoga. We started getting the emails at that time, but we didn't start until 2021. 2021 is when it started. It was so, January 11th. There I think we go. Our first day of class. Thank you, yeah. Caleb. You're so welcome. I think I maybe, you know, I think I'm further ahead in life right now than maybe I thought I'd be, and it happened really fast. And look at you. That's I an know. incredible thing to say. This is like, like the first year. You should pay year. attention to that sentence. I know. That was good. I sh- I've been thinking about that a lot. I feel like in the past decade, I've operated out of like survival mode, mm-hmm. and now I'm in a place where I can. Plant some roots, yeah. watch it grow, mm-hmm. take my time, and I don't think I was anticipating that. So maybe this year's resolutions are going to have to involve a lot more thought for me. Mm-hmm. But I think being intentional with my words is going to be um, pretty big. Yeah. Because I also I forget so a lot of things that I say. Mm-hmm. A lot of things that I say. Yeah. I think, well, so much is speaking and like depending on your context whatever situation you're in like it says a lot about you mm-hmm. you know so i think that's a good that's a great resolution mm-hmm. and being intentional about the way that you speak to people too agreed i've also had milf on my new year's resolutions well let's see i've been a mom for almost 10 years so for 10 years now yes and i'm gonna get there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, i mean you're sexy yeah babe. but i want to be a milf but I, when I think of MILF, I think of, like, 45-year-old women. Okay. Well, I'm not there yet. You're definitely not. But I'm going to be. Okay, yeah, sure. So In, like, 15 ready. years. Yes. I just want to be hot, okay? Okay. Kids really do something to your physical self-esteem. Sarah, you're hot. I know. But if I could I, be hotter. If I swing the other way, I would make you a wife. Oh. <laughs> I would Thank wipe you, you up so fast. Thank you. <laughs> Needed that today. Yeah, a little gas up here. Yeah, I just think it's, yeah. The thing is, like, you also, you work out. I do. Yeah. And I think I was missing, like, a lot of the eating part. Sure. So now that I've, like, got the diet under control, mm-hmm. I'm like, great. Now we should start seeing some results. Sure. But, but also, it also, doesn't that go against what you just said for tips like what what are your goals like what are, i don't understand uh, yes do so you have like a specific like weight in mind I, that's not helpful i know i think just feeling confident right and getting okay. to the place and i'm a lot i always consider myself lucky because i've always been pretty comfortable with my body mm-hmm. and confident never super ashamed 
Um, so I feel like I'm grateful. Mm-hmm. But just getting to a place where I like every single day, I'm like, God, you are a bad bitch. <laughs> yeah. Like even on the days where mm-hmm. I'm like, well, you're not the baddest, but you're still pretty bad. But I just want to feel confident. Mm. Do you believe in like the power of self-talk? Absolutely. Okay. Well, then I think you should start engaging in better self-talk. I do. But I'm also not going to like if I eat a bowl of cookie dough, I'm not going to be like, wow, you're a bad bitch that makes great healthy choices about you. Like, was that a great healthy choice? Probably not. So for me, yes, I believe self-talk is a lot. However, I also make a lot of excuses for myself and that self-talk can be different. Sure. And I'll be like, it's okay, Sarah, because you unloaded the dishwasher today. And so you deserve it. Mm-hmm. So it's like being positive towards me, but also still creating accountability so we can get shit done. Right. That's my sweet spot. I have to stay in the middle. Sometimes my self-talk requires me to give myself a kick in the ass to keep going. Mm-hmm. But yes, being kind to yourself is big. And everything. I Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Caleb has a very cute look upon his face. Oh, oh, am I looking cute? Looking cute. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. But I think the goal to just changing anytime, like we talked about, is accountability and finding people who are going to support you. And I think it's also important to, like, think about, mm, how do I want to say this? So, like, not beat yourself up for not, like, retaining your goals. Like, I feel like, you know, we're all on a journey. We're mm-hmm. all on our own walk. We're all, on a, we're all living our own lives. And we can't know what the future holds. Like, that things, like, might set us back or whatever. Like, I think, you know, resolutions are good. But you have to give yourself some grace, too. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm into these resolutions for myself. Thank you for making me accountable to them you're welcome um but yeah i think that's all i have for that situation i do before we wrap up our time together for today Mm want to share let's each share something we're most grateful for this year okay because this will be our last episode of 2021 okay yep let's do it what are you most grateful for this year? oh i have to go first yeah you're gonna go first i thought it was gonna be like i'll start no, you're going to start because oh, okay. I don't like going first. Right. Right. Okay. Well, okay, you know what? Why don't I go first? <laughs> okay, how about that? <laughs> okay, one of the things I'm most grateful for in 2021 is probably our friendship, Aww. Caleb. I know. I love you, and love you. I'm so excited that we get to do this together every day. Mm-hmm. And I am I think this podcast is probably another thing I'm grateful for this year. Mm-hmm. Didn't see it coming. Didn't realize it would means so much to me and our listeners Mm -hmm. so that was a pleasant surprise yeah and i think yoga Mm -hmm. very life-changing impactful i can see how it impacts the people i teach which is awesome Mm -hmm. yeah and that's it i mean i'm grateful for a lot of these things too i feel like we've had very similar experiences this year you know like i'm also very grateful for our friendship um this podcast is hella fun hella fun hella fun well, Caleb's letting his inner black boy come ah! out to play <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and the yoga thing too for sure i mean i i'm grateful for it it's given me a community it's given me um uh a way to address like my physical and mental and spiritual health, which has been great. Um, I am grateful that I was able to get a house mm-hmm. in a market that was absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, I'm grateful. Like my, my parents have been around to help me out through kind of an emotional turbulent year. Like I think still dealing with breakups and, like just issues in my life, whatever. My parents have been around to help me 
and gone out of their way to help me and that's been really great so i'm grateful for them mm-hmm. and for my brother too yeah family i'm also grateful for my family yeah and that's people who I'm we at. choose to be our family too. yeah that too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well thank you for that that's good to end on a good note it was because it's been a hell of a year it sure has I'm, it has. I'm hoping that 2022 is better. It's going to be different. How about that? Okay. Yep. It won't be 2021. This is true. I don't know how much promise I want to put into the next year, but it'll be different. It sure will. Mm-hmm. We'll see you on the other side. See you on the other side. <laughs> and until that other side reaches us, it's been so great to spend time with you guys today. As always. As always. And it's been great to spend time with you, Caleb. You too, Sarah. I love you and adore you. I love you with my whole heart. Uh, I love you with my whole heart. (laughs) And we love Alex too. So thanks, Alex. Thanks, Alex. (laughs) I love you guys. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for saying yes to this this year. It's a really cool show. It is. And uh, 2022 has big things in store for Othered. It sure does. It sure does. And I wouldn't be here without you guys. So thanks again for listening and all of your reviews. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. blowing this shit up. Yes. Rate us on Apple and Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah. Other it is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in our beautiful city of Cedar Rapids, Iowa. If you want ad-free and bonus episodes of this show and others, subscribe to LAS+. Plus. For only $10 a month, you can get access to all of the great content, merch, tickets for LAS Live before they go on sale, and know that you're supporting local. If you guys need an extra Christmas gift for someone, buy someone um, a sponsorship. or A A subscription. There you go. Subscription. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Or start someone's 2022 off on a good note and gift them a a gift. (laughs) Yes. Gift me a gong. Gift yourself a subscription so that we can get two gongs. Yep. Yep. Thank Thank you. you. (laughs) Thanks, Alex. Until then, we love you, and we'll talk to you later. Peace out. Bye. Network. Always local, always authentic, always surprising. To learn more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. LAS.